Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to August 2021. (sighs) (laughs) Finally, right? Like we've been waiting all year. Here's August. Week 31, Pam's going to talk to us about the week starting Monday the 2nd of August, and then I'll be back with our meditation. Happy August, Pam. Yes, and to you, Susie, absolutely. So August, the um, the dog days, I think they call them. <laughs> Susie and I were talking about dogs. So the dog days of August. And here we are, with which I should probably mention, it's when the star uh, Sirius rises and the Nile floods is what used to happen in August. So that's what the dog days actually are, even though time has moved somewhat, dams and irrigation, et cetera, et cetera. I mention that just because people have been looking at the heavens for thousands of years to determine the course of events, and so do we today. So Monday the 2nd, the moon enters the sign of Gemini at 4.46 a.m. Most of us will be sleeping through the void, of course, which actually happened at 3.41 a.m. So it's it's a little over an hour. And once it enters Gemini, uh, pre-dawn, Eastern time, the times I give and adjust depending where you are on the planet, uh, the moon in the sign of Gemini is working towards a trine with Jupiter. So these couple of days, Monday and Tuesday, are actually what we consider auspicious days. They're days when the overtures you make, the messages you send, the information you put out there or receive tends to have a good or positive vibratory energy about it. Um, Doesn't mean everything is like, sweetness and light and there can be some challenges especially when we look at tuesday but monday overall once we get past the kind of early morning so 9 30 a.m up until 9 30 a.m may be a kind of uh, i'm feeling a bit frustrated people might be a bit cranky Uh, The best way to deal, whether you're the cranky one or someone next to you or or whose life is part of yours is, is let the anger or the frustration 
be expressed. Basically, what's happening is someone or we are feeling as though we want to go, move, do something. And there's there's a sense like it's not happening fast enough or people aren't responding or we can't have what we would like. And what's important is to acknowledge what it is you're aiming for and perhaps go a different route. It's a kind of detour energy. Uh, Think of a child who gets told, no, you can't have a cookie now. You're going to have dinner in a half hour. Well, the child gets unhappy and uh, unless the child is given some sort of snack or something that is not going to quote spoil dinner ideally augment dinner because children get hungry it's just the way they it's the way they are and grown-ups get hungry too and maybe the child gets told well after dinner is when you can have the cookie so it's it's an aiming uh, a kind of assuaging whatever the discomfort the anger the frustration is and aiming towards what the real goal is because if we're thinking the goal is is at the end of this road and we're not looking farther or what happens after the turn, then we can get very frustrated. But if we know, no, you gotta, you gotta run a little farther, you've gotta make a turn, you've got to um, do this thing before you achieve the goal, then we can pace ourselves better. So after 9.30 a.m. is when the chafing is most critical. And at that point in time, we, we move into more graceful alignment with communicating and getting ideas across. Especially, this can be a very rich time for someone being able to articulate a grievance or explain another metaphor that comes into my head is someone who's maybe been seeking certain answers from a professor or a physician or uh, a relationship and hasn't really found the words to describe where the where the hurt is or the difficulty or the thing that needs to be explored or or unearthed or covered. And then the words come into place, like the right solution, the, the, the language difficulty that allows flow, connection, communication. Uh, another metaphor is people are speaking two different languages, literally, and how do they get the point across of uh, finding the solution for something that enhances how things flow. So that's the energy that's available today, which is really quite positive. The other thing that's occurring is there's a Venus-Uranus picture in the sky, which can cause us to be attracted or take note of something that wouldn't ordinarily catch our eye. We might be intrigued or interested in something that usually wouldn't be, I don't usually like that color or that's not the kind of guy I'm usually attracted to. This can actually be a good thing, but uh, it's important to just kind of Note what it is, see what it is, follow the threads to see where it's going to take you. 
And you might find, as long as it's not something so radically different, um, you might find that you taste, experience, enjoy something that you wouldn't ordinarily look at. So there's a lot of um, the energy. Gemini offers what I love to say is trickster energy. It can be gossipy. It can be like just barrage you with information. So you have to sift through and find whatever the thread of actual knowledge or content is there. But overall, these couple of days are going to give you what you need when you have an open mind. Tuesday the 3rd, uh, similar energy to what I just spoke about. The difference with this day is we get into a couple of little snares or bumps. Uh, the first one can happen in the morning. Uh, it, it moves on as of late morning. And what that is, is uh, an energy where some of us may be thinking, well, I'm, I'm really comfortable here. I'd like to do that. But uh, I feel like if I stay in this place, I'm not going to be able to get the money I deserve or um, get the satisfaction I want or be able to do what it is I'd really like to do. So some of us are going to have to push back a bit of discomfort or what I would call uh, perhaps some growing pains or a sense of I can't have the whole enchilada. So what's important is to look at, well, what pieces of that are of real intrinsic value to you or allow you that sense of being able to obtain what you really deserve? Because sometimes when we stay within our comfort zone, we don't allow ourselves um, the possibility of what we might achieve. A metaphor or example of this is, uh, and this is especially pertinent to women who notoriously don't uh, ask for the raise or what it is they would like to have happen in a work environment. But um, that's the situation uh, as as an example, someone who is feeling a sense of, you know, I really deserve an increase, but I don't want to ask for it. I want to just be acknowledged, have the raise given to me. So that's the discomfort. It isn't necessarily that as your story, but that is the discomfort that is seen in what I'm looking at today. As we move past that and understand how might I express that, um, say what it is I'd like to do or, or feel I deserve or, or need for my comfort and security, this day particularly may not be the day that's expressed, but it's a good day to see observe, understand, maybe write out, role play, so that you know all sides of what may come up in whatever discussion it behooves you to have. And then Wednesday is the high opportunity day to 
keep in mind we are in the waning moon cycle so it's not necessarily um beginning a launch or something but it is a great day and of course that may look a little different depending on your personal horoscope or the horoscope of your business perhaps but on this day it's a really good opportunity day for saying what it is you would like to have happen, getting in touch with maybe a client or a person that you've been wanting to follow through with or finish something up, uh, editing. All these things are really, really excellent. Or back to my example, if you've been in negotiation or discussion about a job or salary, it's it's a good day to lay out your your desires or your perspective why you were worth that amount of money so the moon goes void of course at 3:38 p.m. so do all these like good fortune things before then and once it's void, of course, it's void, of course, for about an hour and a half. It enters the sign of cancer at 5.17 p.m. And just quick to say again for new listeners, when the moon is void, of course, it's not a good time to initiate or start. It may be, depending on your personal horoscope, if something touches that point. Otherwise, it's best to kind of stay on whatever it is you're doing, reflect, uh, meditate, um, receive some therapeutic work, clean out your closet, clean your desk. Those are all excellent things to do when the moon is void, of course. So when it's in the sign of cancer as of 5.17 p.m., we're in very different energy than we were for the first few days of the week because I, one of the things I would emphasize this particular evening is do something restorative for your body, um, whether it's having a meal that is really, uh, really good for you, something we should emphasize at least once or twice in our day, but uh, a meal that's nutritious, comforting, that feeds the, the parts of your body that are kind of thinking like, I need protein, or I need vegetables, or I need something that calms me down. I need to um, feel as though I'm eating good food that stabilizes me and not not a lot of sugar or fast food or fried food. It's excellent night for doing restorative stuff, having a good night's sleep, um, allowing your body to relax and recharge. And for most of us, it's an excellent night to nest, to be at home or in an environment that feels very comfortable to you, very safe, and uh, at night has the darkness you need to really sleep well. Thursday, the moon is still in the sign of Cancer. And the thing about this day on Thursday is that it's really important you have people who are working with you who are supportive, responsible, 
and follow through on their commitments. Now, some of us are in work environments or situations or relationships where that is not the case. And that being said, it is super important today and the 6th of August on Friday that you have in place different uh, support systems, buttresses that are going to get you through whatever may happen if somebody drops their side or doesn't follow through in what they're supposed to do. Because I'm not saying you need to do everything. What I'm saying is that it is advantageous to troubleshoot, look ahead, impress upon those who perhaps notoriously or um, systematically or traditionally do not hold up their end. Back to the example of a child, a lot of children have their tipping point they uh, you're out with on an errand or doing something with a child and when are they going to get tired when are they going to need a snack when are they going to um, kind of run out of steam and so if you troubleshoot when that reliable in the I don't want to say the unreliability in the case of a child because children are children, but the unreliability, the reliable unreliability in perhaps a coworker or a situation in which you're in where you you're 99% sure that someone who needs to do a certain thing is not necessarily going to remember prioritize or um, or be reliable to do it. So if you troubleshoot that, um, have backup or reminders in place, then even though it may be annoying or <laughs> more work on your part, it's less work in the long run because you know that the situation perhaps is not going to follow through or go as you would like. And Thursday, these are situations where the it may not be immediately apparent and um, we may be accused of um, overstepping or um, uh, controlling or manipulating a situation, but it's best to kind of choose your battles here in that if we know we have an unreliable partner or uh, co-worker or boss, um, then how do you soften the inevitability and protect yourself 
from a situation that could also be one that ends up causing you to feel vulnerable. This may be especially intense for um, people in cardinal signs, Cancer, Aries, Capricorn, Libra. And what's involved is uh, the planet Pluto is engaged, especially on Friday, with these signs. So depending on when you were born, it you you might you might see the situation situation happening and not be directly involved with it, or you could be directly involved with it. So if you find yourself in a power struggle or a situation that feels like um, you are not able or um, able to carry out your own agency, then it's really important to have uh, recognized how this may happen, if it's happening, and how to, to stand in your truth when and if presented with this kind of situation. The intensity should pass as we get into the evening, but the other thing that needs to be noted is that there's the sun Uranus picture in the sky, which can indicate, and this is on Friday, which can indicate a um, things that just pop up in like strobe light. So it might be something in the news. It might be a situation that directly affects you depending on your personal horoscope, but it's something like, whoa, this is getting my attention. So Friday is a bit of a volatile day. And that's why it's so important with the moon being in the sign of cancer to feel as though you're anchored. Um, eat, eat things that agree with your system. Remember to eat. That's my Achilles heel. <laughs> Remember to eat. Drink plenty of water. Um, be in your body. Because when this kind of out of the blue energy is upon us, the more present and grounded we are, the easier we can navigate what situation presents itself to us. So the moon goes for it, of course, at 6.12 p.m. on August 6th. And then it doesn't enter the next sign until 3.31 a.m., on Saturday the 7th and the moon is in Leo for Saturday and Sunday and basically the moon in Leo when the sun is in Leo this is like party time it's just we just want to we just want to have fun. We just want to be with people who are fun. We want a childlike play. And my advice for the weekend is um, do your best not to overextend. I mean, you may find that there's a lot going on. I always notice, well, I have a lot of Leos in my life. I always notice that's the party season when seems to be something happening every weekend or so. 
Sunday the 8th is the new moon in Leo. The moon is uh, new at exactly 16 Leo 14. It happens at 9.50. That's 9.50 a.m. And this new moon is perfect for opening your heart and bringing in what you want to love and create that you can project out. And it may surprise you what that is. Just focus on what you'd like to open your heart up to. And if it's a surprise, see what you might learn from that. Don't limit yourself open to possibilities. And now I turn it over to Susie. Close your eyes. Just sit in a nice place of quiet if you can. And to begin to go within, taking a few deeper breaths. And with those deeper breaths, become aware of the heart centre, of the energy in your own heart. And visualise that heart centre as a place where there is a bottomless well of unconditional love. So not just the love that you know or the love that you feel or the love that you've experienced in your life, but imagine it as being beginningless and endless, that you are this conduit of love and Of course, this love travels through you. It is coloured, it is tainted, it is uh, washed, it is dyed, it is uh, altered and manifested by you. So it's not this universal uh, kind of uh, non-characteristic love. It is a love that is absolutely specific to you, to your personality but it is endless. It has absolute, complete, full bandwidth that can travel in all directions to the past, to the future, to the parallel worlds, to the microscopic level, to the macroscopic level, to the cosmic level. It is a love that knows no bounds. It is a love that has no restrictions It does not have a a colour palette. It does not have a speed limit. It does not have any type of restriction. But it is specific to you because it comes through you. So your personality, your experiences, uh, your life also gives this love a particular flavour. So allow this love now to be very present inside of you. Feel it in your heart chakra. Feel that that this love can go towards yourself, self-love, and can go in all directions to your work, to your world, to your loved ones, to your family, to your friends to the plants that you live with, to the trees perhaps in your garden, to the clouds in the sky above you, 
maybe to the beautiful dogs or cats or birds or anything else from the animal world that you might share your house with. Just feel this love. And feel this love especially now in the heart center as a physical, as a physical thing. And feel it now going towards your hands. Feel it going down from the chest cavity out into your arms, down through your hands, down into the palms of your hands, to your fingertips. And now I invite you to very gently lift up your hands and put the one on top of the other on the heart center. And feel the heat coming from your palms, one on top of the other on the heart center. And feel your love, your own love, that beautiful, completely open and unrestricted love going from your heart center out through your arms doing a beautiful loop and going back into the heart center. So as you can visualize this, you can see that your arms make a loop like the landscape or like the number eight on its side, the infinity, infinity symbol. And the, the love is traveling from within the heart center out through your arms back into your heart again. Infinitely loving the self. And of course, when we love the self, we are loving the world. We are loving everything. We are loving every single iota of our universe because we are an intricate part of our universe and the universe is an intricate manifestation of us so as you feel this energy feel this energy really vitalizing your arms those arms that we use to hug our children those arms that we use to pet our dog, those arms that we use to hug the trees, to make our dinner, those arms that we use to drive our cars, those arms that we use to hold on to the handle in the subway, those arms that we use every single day to love, to work, to prepare, to do, to dress ourselves, those arms that we use to be active in this world. And visualize now that this energy is going throughout your whole body of self-love, this energy of self-love. And feel that all of the restrictions, all of the burdens, all of the anxiety, all of the worries that we have are just dissolving now into this infinite love that everything is coming together in this infinite love field. And in that field, there are no barriers. There are no restrictions. There's no anxiety. There is the free flow of energy. 
And your personality, your being, is very, very clear about what you would like to have in your life, about what you would like to do in your life. There is a great clarity. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I want to do. This is what I would like to achieve. This is what I would like to amplify. And really feel that your soul, your spirit, the real part of you, the part of you that is authentic, transparent, realistic, realistic in terms of your spirit, that is not influenced by the talk of others, that is not influenced by the perception of restrictions, and really feel that authentic part of you lined up completely with your activities, with your work, with your career, with your passions, so that everything that you are creating, everything that you are doing is completely lined up now with this clarity of life, of purpose, of passion. And allow yourself now to be so aligned, everything clicking into place so that your power and that your energy now can be absolutely authentically aligned with your spirit so that you can make good deeds, so that you can help others so that you can help yourself be as creative and as powerful and as effective as you can be right now in this lifetime. It's not about finding comfort. It's not about finding pleasure. It's about really attaining your passion, really aligning with the meaning of your life. And that meaning absolutely comes from the love in your heart. Gently releasing your arms, putting them down on your lap and feeling your whole field energised, full of vibrance and radiance, everything aligned, every single cell, every single atom, taking a few deeper breaths in and recognising you are now ready. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, ActiveSpirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.